A few years ago, one of the kids in my online coaching program said to me, Coach Rebecca, I wish we could just go to a gym and have you as our coach. We would all be so happy and so confident. And that warmed my heart and I was like, oh my gosh, that would be the best. And that comment stuck with me for years. So now I'm going to do something about it. I am inviting gymnasts from all over the country to join me for the first ever Confident Gymnast Camp this August 3rd and 4th. This camp is all about breaking through mental blocks. So if you're struggling with a skill and you want me and my team to help you break through in real time, then check out confidentgymnast.com for details. Hi guys, on today's podcast, I'm going to be talking to the sport parent and giving you five super quick exercises to help your child stay focused and reduce anxiety. And let me tell you, this is actually quick exercises for the parent, not for the kid, that will allow your athlete to stay focused and reduce anxiety. Your athlete doesn't even have to change anything. This is all you, parents. So this is a way that you can help control your athlete's mindset by making changes to yours. Here we go. Welcome to the Perform Happy Podcast, where athletes and their support squad come to learn the secret weapon for sports success. I'm your host, Rebecca Smith. First, I was a scaredy cat gymnast, then a coach. Now I'm a sports psychology expert and a parent. Athletes, whether you're feeling stuck or you're having the best season of your life, I'm here to help you reach peak performance and maximum enjoyment. Hey everybody, it's me, Coach Rebecca. And if you've been hanging out with me on social media, then you know I have been doing a little picking on the parents recently. And there is a reason for this. I have been watching kids in the Perform Happy community thrive. I have never seen so many amazing results at a state meet than I saw this year in our Perform Happy community. Now, you also know, if you've been hanging out with me, that it is not about results I'm not in the results business. That is not what I am. I know that's kind of weird to say. My purpose in life and in this work is not to get your kid a medal. My purpose in this work and in this life is to get your kid lasting self-esteem, confidence, to be a, a kid with a voice and a choice and the ability to believe in themselves. And then this side effect is that they then go and win because they're super empowered. They're relaxed. They're having fun. You know, that perform happy turns into medals, which is a super fun extra thing. But so as I have watched over the last year, our kids have so much success emotionally and also in their actual performances. I have noticed what we have been teaching. We have been teaching in a very different way, and it's creating these amazing results. And that way is we've been teaching the parents. I mean, yes, we still teach the kids, but we've been really pouring so much love into parents because when a parent's mindset changes, an athlete has this new context in their life. We as parents, we set the context. So if you think of it like we are the bowl that the jelly beans that is your athlete, your kids sit in. So you create this container from which they learn how to cope or not cope with life's hard stuff. So the better bowl you are, the better those jelly beans are going to 
be supported and be able to, I'm like making up weird metaphors here, but hopefully you understand the context that we set makes everything possible for our kids. And this is even if you barely see your kid for 20 minutes a day because they're a gym and they're at school and the brief interactions that you have with your child teaches them how to cope. Okay. So the, so what I'm going to talk about today is five things that you can do parents that yes, the kids can also do these things, but I really want to encourage parents to do this. Kids, if you're listening in the van or whatever, you can do these too. They will work for you too. But I want to encourage parents to start doing the techniques that you're asking your kids to do so that you are modeling it, you are coping, you are dealing with tough stuff, and you are just this amazing container from which your kid can go out and take some risks calculated safe risks, but they can go and push their limits because you are so stellar at coping with hard stuff. Okay, rant over. But so what these exercises that I'm going to tell you about, the purpose of them is they will get you in the moment. And this is the topic of my live group training and my and the membership this evening. I'm going to teach all the kids some of these and like really go into detail on them. But these super quick exercises are just an example of some of the things you can do to get in the moment. Now, anxiety, when anxiety comes up, it's typically about the future, a made-up future that has not happened. So if you check in with yourself when you are afraid, you are in the future. I mean, unless you're being stared down by an actual tiger, then you are in the moment and afraid, and that's reasonable. But for the most part, our rumination, our worries, we are out in the future. So in order to teach our kids how to have less anxiety, to focus on the right things, we need to learn how to be present. If you're in the car and you're like, what are you going to do? Tryouts are next week. Are you going to be able to get your skill in time or move-ups are happening or the meets in three days or anytime that you are referring to the future in a like, oh boy, we better get it together, that's creating anxiety. If you were in the car with your child and you were like, wow, the leaves are so green after that rain, that would be much more useful to your kid than reminding them that they have three weeks to get their back handspring or they're not going to make the team. So getting into the moment is going to help you and it's also going to help them. So first thing I'd love for you to, to start doing is training what's called mindfulness, And for those of you who are not familiar with the concept, basically it just means that you're doing only one thing. And while you do that one thing, you are focused completely on that one thing and you're only paying attention to that one thing. Now, I don't know about you, but I have been guilty of driving, texting, eating, handing things to my children, like brushing my hair. Sorry, officer, I was not paying attention. You know, like I we multitask as parents all the time. Like, how do you even get life done with so many things to do? But I'm going to challenge you to practice doing just one thing. Okay. So with something you can do today to practice just doing one thing, just being in the moment. Now you might be like, oh, this sounds terrible. This sounds hard. It's you are training your mind. So you're going to, I would rather daydream while doing the dishes, probably. I'd rather listen to a podcast. I would rather any listen to music, anything than just be doing the dishes. But if you could take a moment and do the dishes and be completely present with it, 
and experience what it feels like, the temperature of the water, the roughness of the sponge, the, you know, watching the bubbles and watching it shiny at the end, the sound of it entering the dishwasher. This might sound ridiculous and like, what on earth does this have to do with sports, Rebecca? But I promise you, if you can just do mindful dishes, you might actually find that you are thrilled about the experience of doing dishes. Okay, maybe we're not going to go that far, but you will be present and you will be not anxious about the laundry that also needs to get folded or the what's happening at practice while you're not there. You will just be with the dishes. So I would challenge you to do that or you can brush your teeth with your non-dominant hand, which kind of makes you think about it. Like, oh, which side do I start on? And how hard do I press? That will get you into the moment out of anxiety and you're practicing focusing, which is what you want your kids to be able to do. If you're walking the dog, you're just listening to your footsteps on the path. You're looking at the foliage and how it has changed with the season. You are noticing the temperature. You're hearing the swish of your jacket. If you can just do one thing and be present, even if it's for two minutes, you're just attempting to just be walking the dog for two minutes. And then you can let your mind wander. You're like, oh, too much work. It actually takes work to keep bringing your mind back. Now, here's the thing about this. Mindfulness practice is non-judgmental. So if you wash like half a drip of water on that dish and then you've already gone into all the million things and your your thoughts kind of ran away with themselves, you bring them back to the dish and then they're going to run away again and you bring them back. They're going to run away and non-judgmentally, you bring them back. It's like you're training a puppy. This is how I explain it to the kids. Your mind is wandering off and your puppy's not listening. You're like, oh, come on, puppy. Let's go right back here. And then it wanders off again and you bring it back, and you bring it back. And then eventually you get to the point where it's just going to sit with you and wait for instructions. I mean, our minds take a while to train that way. But so first thing to do is just be present while you do one task. Second thing is to feel your feet. So right now in this moment, I would like for you to feel your feet. Just notice I got one foot crossed and one foot flat. Got my scuzzy old Ugg boots, my old, old faithfuls on below my desk. My feet are warm and a little tingly. Just notice where your feet are and feel them. This is something that I recommend to the kids all the time. Feel your feet. If you are having a freak out and you're worried about what's coming or failure or any of the emotional or mental threats that could be swirling around in your mind or your athlete's mind, and you just go, where are your feet? Your feet are not at nationals. Your feet are not at tryouts. Your feet are just under your desk or in your bed or in your shoes or on a beam or in a pool or whatever. That will allow you to come back to the moment. So that's your second exercise. The third one I do at the beginning of every single live athlete training that we do twice a week in the Perform Happy community with the kids. And I do it with the parents too, actually on our monthly call. And it's called OPT. And I got this from this meditation instructor once upon a time. OPT stands for one pleasant thing. And what you do is you try to find one pleasant thing. So in this moment right now, find one pleasant thing. Maybe it's a feeling, something you could feel like my cozy boots. Maybe it's something you can see like the blue light on my modem or this 
stuffed animal that's been left on my desk. There's always something exciting and a Barbie. (laughs) But find something that in this moment you find pleasant. And this can be amazing because you might be having a big feeling, parents. You might be stressing. You might be going through what is the most complicated phase of life, you know, raising small children. And then you stop and you find one pleasant thing. So you can notice that even with the anxiety, you can coexist with something pleasant. You know, if you have a broken hand, you can feel your feet and they feel nice. Or if your feet are in pain, you can feel your nose and it feels good. Or if you have a cold, you can feel your tummy. You know, there's always something pleasant that you can refer to. Okay, the next thing, number three, is when you catch yourself focusing on the future, deadlines, move-ups, regionals, bring your attention to your breathing. So if you notice yourself going into the future, especially having anxiety or worry or stress, or is this kid going to get over this? Or is there, if, if they're doing their skill, are they going to lose it? If you're in the future, bring your attention to the sensation of your breath. So do that right now. Just feel your breath coming and going for one breath. You cannot breathe in the future. You can only breathe in the present. So just like feeling your feet or finding one pleasant thing or doing the task in front of you and just doing that, taking a second to breathe can pull you back into the moment where everything is okay. Nothing has gone wrong yet. (laughs) You know, in this moment, everything's okay. And then the final, the fifth little quick exercise you can do is practicing gratitude. And this one, if you pair it with that last one where you catch yourself going, oh my gosh, is she going to have her back answering for tryouts? Ah! And then you go, take a breath. I'm so grateful to have a healthy child. If you can turn it into a moment of gratitude, I'm so proud of how hard she's working. I'm so grateful that her coaches are working with her. I'm so grateful to have a roof over my head or gas in the car or, you know, whatever you can find, a fluffy pillow. If you can go from the future into the moment, take a breath and find something that's that you can be grateful for in this moment because gratitude is always going to pull you into the present too because you have to think what's real right now that I can be grateful for. It actually will change your brain. Mindfulness, meditation, gratitude, all will change your brain. We'll make it so that anxiety actually is better. It's easier for you to focus. If you're trying to do something and your mind wanders, you're going to be better at pulling it back on track and getting back to the thing that you're working on. So when you do this, parents, your kids are going to be better at it too. It's kind of crazy how this works. So when you pay attention to what's where your mind is going, that worry, or even the past, regret, disappointment, comparison, what ifs, if you bring it back to now, you will be able to teach your athlete how to do the same. More importantly than teaching them, you will show them how to do the same. And that is the coolest thing. All right. So if you are looking for more tips on sport parenting, or you want to check out the Perform Happy community, You can check out my free training, which will teach you both. It will tell you exactly what to do if you have an athlete who is struggling with fear or mental blocks, and it will give you a sneak peek into the Perform Happy community and an opportunity to join. So if you're interested, if you've been kind of 
hanging out with the idea of joining our community, I would definitely encourage you to sign up for that free training at completeperformancecoaching.com slash free and give it a look and then reach out to me if you have any questions or anything that you want answered live on Facebook or on the podcast, reach out. I would love to support you. I'll see you around soon. Bye. Thank you so much for joining me for this week's episode of the Perform Happy Podcast. If you're ready to unlock your maximum sport potential, head over to performhappy.com and join us. You'll be training alongside world champion athletes and Olympic hopefuls. And I will personally take you through my research-based system for overcoming fear and mental blocks, building confidence, and finding your flow. I'm coach Rebecca Smith, and I'll see you next time.